This is the Week 15 Fantasy Football Podcast. Featuring Jonathan Keith and Tyler Hart. Week 15, listeners, what's going on? A new little intro song there made for you by your boy Tyler here. It was good stuff. I have no musical talent, so when you come up with these ideas, I'm like, get them. Yeah, iPad is a beautiful thing. <laughs> I don't have, I don't have like the, the rhythm or the like ear for any of that, so great work. Appreciate uh, it. Him and his wife also did the intro and theme music for Missing Midwest, um, which is the podcast that my wife and I do over missing people in the Midwest. Uh, that's going to lead me into my win. So I'm going to get, I'm going to get going. We're in it. We're in it now. Um, so got to brag on my girl a little bit. Uh, she runs the Jefferson house of flowers, um, flower shop and boutique here in Kokomo. And she was nominated for small business of the year. Wow. Um, we had the banquet last week. Unfortunately, uh, she didn't get that award, but just seeing like how, um, incredible the the response has been to her business over the last couple years everything that they've done for the community um everything they've done for their employees just you know i'm just mega proud of her for you know just leading a great business and doing great things and uh for her to be nominated for that award is is an honor and i'm very proud of her for that um you know (laughs) we're at the we're at the banquet and we're just kind of hanging out and somebody comes up and they're like hey you know we're big fans and I kind of assumed that that was, you know, talking about Jefferson House Flowers because we're at this Love banquet. Your yeah, you know, and I, I was kind of like, yeah. And she was like, uh, "My husband and I listen to your episodes, Missing Midwest, like every week." Um, <laughs> so that was that was a pretty cool that was a pretty cool feeling um, for somebody to just come up to us in public and and say, you know, your podcast, we love listening to it, and uh, that's just going really well. Missing Midwest is going well. That podcast with her. Um, so if anybody that's listening now likes true crime or you know somebody that likes true crime, do us a favor and uh, give a little uh, suggestion for Missing Midwest. We're right here in Kokomo, Indiana, doing missing persons cases all over the Midwest. Um, so, no, that was fun. It was fun to honor her. Um, it was fun to uh, be at the banquet where they honor all these awesome businesses in Kokomo. And, um, yeah, to, to see a fan come up and start talking about the podcast, that was a cool feeling. Sir, do you uh, play fantasy football by chance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody came, unfortunately, about this one. But it is cool to see people. I got a message today from a friend, Alex Howard, from Taylor University, who was asking me questions. Um, Chad Singleton. Uh, one of the groomsmen in my wedding has been texting me this week asking about different um, moves he's trying to make. So that is, that's rewarding, too, to get those messages and talk to you guys about fantasy football and just to know that you're listening. That's awesome. We really appreciate it. Uh, my win this week, I'm kind of piggybacking off of last week. I mentioned my daughter's family birthday party, but like this past Saturday, my daughter's turning seven. Her name is Emerson. And I, I looked at my wife, and it was like a surreal moment. I was like, do we have – a kid old enough to be having friends over. Like there, there was five other little girls at her house, and then we let Henry have a couple buddies over to kind of keep them away from the girls. But she's turning seven, and it's like, I just I don't feel old enough to have a seven year old hosting a party at my house. And it was just like, man, like it, it sounds doom and gloom, but it was it was like a win, you know. It was like this is pretty awesome. Yeah, we're it, like we're like real parents and grown-ups. <laughs> real life parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you say that because Truman's getting ready to turn eight, and he was talking about having kids over for Christmas break. He was like, Dad, when did you and Tyler start hanging? Like, when did you start going to Tyler's house? I was like, we were nine. Yeah. 
We were nine we're years old, and we well, when we were nine, it was like every other weekend we spent at each other's house. I mean, and so I still like, remember your birthday parties every year, ripping pack, <laughs> coming into the house Foosball. just sweaty from three on three basketball. <laughs> like it was literally the time of our lives. Absolutely. It's just like, now you see your kids doing that, and you're I just know. Like, our parents did such a good job. I'm like trying not to fumble the bag, like with childhood, <laughs> like such good times. It was just, it was just a surreal moment, you know. It's like wow, fun stuff. This podcast is sponsored by Brothers and Cards. We are a sports cards company committed to glorifying God and loving others through the sports cards hobby. Whether you're trying to rip packs, join breaks, or add to your collection, we got you covered. Go follow us on Instagram at Brothers and Cards and check out our subscription box at brothersandcards.com. All right, guys, I want to talk to you about our only sponsor. Heavy shout out to my guy, Peter. Um, He just does a lot of really great work. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to get on Instagram and follow the studio at Benchtop Designs, spelled just the way it sounds. Um, Peter's a friend of mine. He's been a friend for a long time. He does a lot of uh, woodwork, a lot of different kind of household crafts, but he's just done some amazing things. I follow him on Instagram. I love seeing all the different things he puts out there. Um, he makes them to order. He's got a lot of different products that he makes. Do me a favor. Help support our podcast by supporting our loan sponsor, the studio at Benchtop Designs. Peter does great work. Got some cool stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, original heirloom quality custom pieces, memorabilia, collectibles. He does a lot of really, really good work. Please help us, help him get on there on Instagram and follow him at the studio at Benchtop Designs. Um, Peter, we appreciate you sponsoring this podcast, and uh, we hope that we can... Um, you know, be a, be a good host. Be a good host for you here. We're sending you a T-shirt. Uh, we got merch. I don't know if anybody knows this, but we have merch right now. It's in the link in our bio on Instagram. Um, but yeah, some good stuff on there. I forgot to bring your shirt. I have a shirt for you. Hey, and I forgot to bring it. But I'm yeah. down for the merch. Yeah, <laughs> I've been repping the merch here and there. Uh, but yeah, week 15 podcast merch is available. Go to the link. Um, we'll post it in the Facebook group as well. If you like Facebook better than Instagram, week 15 podcast. We've got a Facebook group. I'll post the link there. But yeah. Good stuff. We got hats. I haven't got a hat yet, but I'm going to. Good stuff. Um, we appreciate you supporting us in that way as well. I'm ready to talk about week 10 that is finishing up here. Yeah. We, uh, we're recording this on Monday, so we haven't seen the Monday night results yet. But, uh, yeah, it's, it was an interesting week with comebacks, crazy comebacks, crazy rookies. Uh, How would you fare this weekend? Uh, currently... Uh, four and four with one matchup in particular that is still up in the air. Uh, a, a lot of my games still have players, but it's pretty much decided. You know, you, you know how that goes. Um, but one matchup that is hinging on Stefan Diggs. Uh, if he does well, I'm going to be a, a loser, and I'll move to four and five. If he um, doesn't perform the way that we all know he can, I will be five and four. How about you, Johnny? So I ended up three and two on the weekend, um, and one of my leagues, I still am just I, I can't get any wins. I, Tony Pollard, great players, no Alexander results. Madison, yeah. no results. Nick Chubb's out for the year, obviously, but you know it's a keeper league, and those are my keepers, just struggling big time. Um, in the listener leagues, uh, I'm going to improve with another win uh, to put my team at six and four. That is such a tight league in League One. Um, 
crazy. I think I might be leading in points scored after this week. I believe I will be, uh, but I'm still sitting at either you know second or third. I think at six and four. Uh, kind of wild. Kind of wild. It's a competitive league. Um, but yeah, that's going well in, in League Two. Ryan, sorry, Ryan Hansen is leading League One. Um, he's in first place in League Two. I got it right here. My guy David Hazley. He's still going to be undefeated. He's nine and zero. He's about to be ten and zero. He texted me this week and said this will be the week that I fall because he had a bunch of guys on by a bunch. His team absolutely balled out. Wow, balled out. Still got him a whole bunch of points. He's going to be ten and zero. He's already clinched the playoffs. Yeah, I see uh, that little. That. I see yeah. that little but, uh, letter by his name. Being ten and zero, man. I, I want to see some information. I tried to find it this morning. Um, how many teams were 9 and 0 in ESPN? I couldn't find it. Uh, I need to do a deeper dive. I'd like to know how many ESPN leagues are 10 and 0. David, congratulations. You have a great squad. But what's crazy in that league is is he's 9 and 0 right now. Second place is 6 and 3. Sixth place is 4 and 5. So like you got teams right now that are in the playoff race that have losing records. Um, so I'm about to be 3 and 7 in that league, but I got a chance to make the top 8. If I do, I have Justin Jefferson on IR, Devin Achan, Devon Achan on IR, Kyron Williams on IR. I have a really good team that just can't play right now, but they can play in the playoffs if I can squeak in there. So the season is far from over in the listener leagues, and I'm sure it's the same in your personal leagues as well. This podcast is a So Will I Studios production. So Will I Studios is a podcasting brand founded by my wife and I. We plan on launching multiple podcasts this year, each with the intention of promoting positivity and critical thinking. This brand will cover over each podcast. We will have one YouTube channel, So Will I Studios. There will also be one Instagram account that links to all of the others. Follow us on Instagram at so.will.i.studios. We are so excited for this new journey. We can't wait to share with you. We got a lot of good stuff to get after it today. Uh, I want to start by talking about some defensive stats. Tyler and I both looked at these with different perspectives. I looked at it from points per game. He looked at it at yards given up per game. Um, do you have the bottom five, top five, or both? I have the bottom five. Let's and, talk about the bottom then the first. The way I looked at it uh, is if you're giving up yards, you're giving up points, right? Sure. Um, so the bottom five defenses as far as uh, yards against – uh, you have the Broncos, the Steelers, the Chargers, the Bucks, and the Commanders. So Broncos being the worst, and then the Commanders being whatever the math is, 28th. Uh, the Lions play the Broncos in, in Week 15. Uh, we, we've talked about this in previous episodes, but man. Stock up on Lions. It, and, and that's what I did in, in, in a few leagues, and it's just like I just got to, you know, I got to tread water till I get there. You know, but so, some of these teams are a little surprising, like the Bucks. They give up a lot of yards, um, but – you know, Todd Bowles usually has a good defense. The Steelers, that, that seems strange to me. So m maybe I need to take a, a deeper dive into looking at red zone defense as far as these, sure. these five teams go because maybe they're giving up yards but not points. Maybe that's something we do next week. I like that idea of breaking down the red zone defense. Um, so I, I did points, and our list is similar. However, I want to talk about the Broncos. The Broncos have given up the most points. Again, we have not seen the results of Monday Night Football against the Bills yet. But coming in with eight games – They've given up 28.25 points, which is ridiculous. That four is That's to four touchdowns a game. But if you remember right, they took that butt whooping uh, to 70-burger to, <laughs> to the to Dolphins, Dolphins, which at the time we were like, good grief, these people are going to give up so many points this year. The week after that, they gave up 28 points to the Bears. Um, 
since then they have not given up more. Uh, okay, the week after that they give up 31 to the Jets in week five. Man, those uh, are two stinker offenses too. I mean, yeah, but since then they gave up eight points to the Chiefs, 17 to the Packers. Or I'm sorry, they gave up 19 points to the Chiefs, 17 points to the Packers, and then nine points to the Chiefs. That's their last three games. And then they had a bye week this past week. So it's like, have they have they improved that much? Um, like I said, their average says 28.25, but really they've only given up that many points three times this year. Yeah, um, They've only given up more than 28 points three times. So I think that Dolphins game uh, wasn't good for their, <laughs> their mentality over there. But I think they've since adjusted. Um, they're doing different things on offense to eat up more clock. Uh, the Broncos aren't as terrible of a defense as I, I thought they were at the beginning of the season. Let's let's put it that way. But you look at the other ones. I mean, you had commanders on your list. I have them second in points given up. Um, and then you have the Panthers. They've given up 26 points, 8 points a game. The Giants, 26.6. The Cardinals, 26.3. Horrendous. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at three to four touchdowns every time you play them. Uh, and, I, and I feel bad for some of these defenses because – it, it's because of the offense. You know, yeah. You, you, yeah. Look, you look at the Panthers, and that offense is just terrible. So the defense is always on the yep. field. Cardinals, same way. Yeah. I mean, since Josh Dobbs left, Clayton Toon ain't it. You know, Kyler looked a little bit better than Clayton Toon, but um, I mean, they, they haven't won very many games. You look at the you look at these records with bad defenses. There's not a lot of winning records just on there because either. they're on the field for so long. Yeah. Man. As a, as a former defensive player, I can tell you that the frustration is definitely there when your offense is not performing because you are just gassed and, yep. and you're just on the field for so long. And it's like, how many more times can we do this? Yep. When we look at the opposite side uh, and we look at defenses that are doing really, really well, I mean, some of these are – these. this is crazy to me. Um, the Ravens right now are giving up 15.7 points a game. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. That's insane. 15.7 points a game. And that's after they just had this crazy loss to the Browns where they gave up like 33 in comeback fashion. Um, that, so that was a little crazy to me. But you look at the first three quarters, Deshaun Watson was like 3 for 15 at one point. Yeah. The fourth quarter got wonky there. but He was 7 for 7 in the fourth quarter. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, they, they had him big time under control in the first three quarters. Um, yeah, the Ravens' best defense in, in football, I think. And I've been high on the Browns. I think the Browns deserve to be in the top five. There's definitely a top three in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, the way the points break down, you have Ravens at one. Then you have the 49ers and Chiefs tied for second. They're giving up less than 16 points a game as well. Yeah. Incredible. Um, the Bills are at fourth, giving up 17.8 points per game. With Which is crazy when you look at the injuries that they've had. Yep. Trey yep. White and Well, in uh, their Milano. schedule, too. I mean, they've played some decent teams, and they've, they've given up some points to some, some other teams. But, like, overall, I mean, the Bills, a couple weeks into it, I was like, the Bills are the best defense in the league. Like, like through, like, two or three weeks, that's that's what I was thinking. They, they lost Trey White and Milano. Yep. So, yep. Kudos to them for shoring that up. Yeah. When you look, this is the amount of points that the Bills gave up. 22-10-3-20-25-9-29-18-24. They have not allowed 30 points yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the benchmark is 20. You know, yeah. as an offensive guy, you're thinking, we can score three times. So yeah. as a defensive guy, sure. you're thinking, keep them under three. Sure, and my, my as a quarterback, my mindset was always, if I get 28, it's not my fault. Yep. And, and, and so that, that gray area sits between 20 and 28, and they're they're keeping it under 18. I mean, the Bills' defense is solid. We'll see what they do against Denver tonight. Um, fifth place is the Cowboys. 
Uh, they're only giving up 18.3 points per game, but they've played the horrendous Giants twice. Yeah. Uh, they got beat by the Cardinals. So it's like, I, that's also their defense is different with Trayvon Diggs on the field, which they had the first few weeks. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I, uh, Micah Parsons, one of the best players in the NFL, I believe. But, um, you know, it's, there's not enough to go around. They're going to play tougher teams. I'm not sold on the Cowboys' defense long term. The 49ers are a team that just rich got richer at the trade deadline. Crazy. They, they got Chase Young at, There were the some deadline. plays where it's like, what do you do? You can't double team both of them. They're too fast. The can't. running back, I saw one play where uh, uh, running back helps with Chase Young. ETN, yeah. And... Nick Bosa just to play it. Like, what do you do? We need tight ends. We yeah. need running backs. Tight ends, running backs. Like, it's it's just like perfect textbook. Etn does his job, helps with Chase Young. Which, when you're playing the Commanders, that's what you're worried about. You know, um, and, and it's just crazy to me that uh, you know so many different um, players out there in the league, and then you get two studs like that caliber on the same team. Wild. Uh, Browns are six. They're giving up less than 19 points per game. I still think the Browns are a top three defense in the league. When you were talking about you have three in mind, who do you think? Uh, Ravens, 49ers, Chiefs. Okay. The, the I mean, Chiefs pa- would be fourth in my opinion. Patrick Mahomes has came out and said, like, this is the best defense he's ever had. Yeah. Like, we're going to figure this out. Yeah. The Chiefs are going to, I mean, like right now, scary. I, I was calling Chiefs repeat before the season started. I feel the same now. When Patrick Mahomes is saying that, because you know when playoff comes, he's going to turn it on even more so than he already has. Um, yeah. I just can't imagine that team with an alpha receiver. Right. I want to go back and talk about the Commanders a little bit. They are 31st in points given up per game. If you knock off the Broncos' 70-point craziness, they're first. They're the worst team uh, in the league in points given up per game. You had them on yards with fifth most yards given up. Yep. Let me say this. Their best two defensive players got traded. Chase Young and Montez Sweat were their best two players. Um that it's they're giving up four touchdowns a game, anyways. Then they lost their two best defensive players. I really worry about the Commanders' defense against anybody in the league, let alone you look towards the playoffs. And they're going to play the Rams in Week 15. If Stafford's back. He's going to have Cooper Cup, Puka, Kyron Williams will be back. They're going to score a lot of points against the Commanders. Then they, in Week 17 in your championships, they're going to play the 49ers. They're going to play the 49ers. Yeah, Brock that's... Purdy is going to have a heyday against the Commanders. Um, in week 17. So we're going to talk a little bit about waiver wires for, for week 11 coming up. And then we're going to talk about um, waiver wires for down the line. Focusing a little bit on week 16. We focused on uh, week 15 a little bit last week. Tyler, I'll let you go ahead and start talking about your wa- waivers. Yeah, I, I don't know if anybody out there is listening, but I, I kind of nailed this last week. <laughs> um, uh, I mentioned Antonio Gibson. He scored 16.5. Keaton Mitchell 13.6. Noah Brown came through with a 24.2 day. Uh, Mooney did not turn in a good day. Otten did not turn in a good day. But Luke Musgrave turned in a pretty decent day for a tight end with 8.4. So, um, you know, take my advice or don't. I, I'm going to. I, I've got some uh, good names that I believe in this week. So at the running back position, um, if Damian Pierce misses another game, Devin Singletary, who I have been raving about, just went off this week. He had he had more than 20 points. He carried the load for the Texans, who look like an amazing team right now. Um, and then Ty Chandler for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Akers went down towards other Achilles. Yikes. And then uh, Madison went out in the third quarter with a concussion. And if you have watched the concussion protocol in the NFL this year, it is like 
almost guaranteed you are going to miss one game. At least one. So Ty Chandler is somebody that we need to fire up because he actually did put in some good runs in that Minnesota offense has and not that lost they went, steam behind They those. went wildcat with him, and yeah. he ran it right in there. So you can look for that coming again, too. At the wide receiver position, write down this name because he is up and coming. I know he's on a terrible football team, but Demario Douglas of the uh, New England Patriots, he, he's a stud. He reminds me of a... Sam's Club version of Tyreek Hill. Like okay. When I watch him play, that's what he looks like. Uh, Jaden Reed led the Packers in receptions and yards this week. Um, he's only rostered in 15% of leagues. Michigan so, State guy. Um, he, has, he has turned in at least 80 yards the last three games in a row. At the tight end position, uh, you mentioned Kyler um, in a previous segment. Trey McBride, he was a stud yesterday. Uh, he's available in over um, – He's rostered in 50% of leagues right now, so maybe he's out there, maybe he's not. And then Michael Mayer, uh, Golden Domer, he is rostered in 3.3% of leagues, got into the end zone uh, last night. Um, so he is somebody you may also want to keep an eye on. Uh, with a rookie quarterback, we've talked about this before, they like their outlets, and that's Michael Mayer. Yeah, I think he had, I don't know if it was four or five catches, but it seems to be pretty consistent. He had five targets, three catches. Okay. One of them was for a touchdown. That's what it was, okay. Um, yeah, as far as bye weeks go, you know, you just mentioned all those waiver guys. Um, Falcons, Colts, Patriots, and Saints have buys. So you have Jonathan Taylor, who's rostered and starting everywhere. He's going to be on bye this week. Um, and then you have the Saints receivers. Outside of that, there's nobody. I mean, Bijan's been such a disappointment. It's, it's not like you haven't been considering playing other guys anyway. So most real big starters in the league are playing this week. The bye week is not a, a detrimental one. Um, but yeah, for those guys that are looking for those waiver moves, you know, Tyler's gave you a bunch of them. I got to replace Jonathan Taylor in a couple of my leagues. Uh, so I'll be taking that into consideration for sure. Some guys that I like looking down towards the playoffs, you know, we mentioned the commander's defense, Matthew Stafford, um, is going to play them in week 15. Matthew Stafford is going to play the giants defense in week 17. Um, in terms of giving up the most points, both of those teams are in the worst four. Um, they, If you take out the Broncos with the outlier, uh, they're both in the bottom three in points given up per game. Matthew Stafford, if he's healthy and can take care uh, or take advantage of the weapons that he has. I mean, he's, he's as proven as anybody. Um, healthy and everything, that team can score a lot of points in, in the playoffs in week 15 and 17. So keep Matthew Stafford uh, on your roster if you're looking for a backup quarterback. Um, if you've got him, don't drop him to, to make some of these other waiver moves happen. Uh, I also want to bring up A.J. Dillon. Um, he's going to play against Carolina in week 16. Um, he's not. I forgot to see how. how I'll, I'll look that up for you. Yeah, he, he's rostered in. I think about fifty percent. I can't remember the exact number, but uh, he's going to be an RB two in Carolina. Packers are going to be probably whooping them if I had to guess. Um, he's available in forty percent of our leagues. Okay, available in forty percent of the leagues. Uh, the Panthers have given up. I think they're second in rushing touchdowns given up. But again, they're a team that's in the top three in points given up in general. So the Packers get down in the goal line. AJ Dillon is going to be in there a lot of the time. I also want to mention Kenneth Gainwell. 
Um, in week 16, they play the Giants. We just talked about how bad they are and how many points they give up. Um, but he's been getting a lot of touches in the red zone for the Eagles. And, you know, if they're blowing the Giants out like everyone does, they're going to be pulling DeAndre Swift a lot earlier than most games. Kenneth Gainwell is going to get a lot of run against a very bad Giants team in week 16. He scored two weeks ago in the red zone. Yeah, yeah. So he's a guy that if he's available, grab him, stick him on your bench just in case you need some depth. Uh, in week 16, he's a great play. Um, and the other one I want to add here is just Jarek McKinnon. Keep an eye on him. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco is the guy for the Chiefs running back. But we know how much Mahomes uses McKinnon in the red zone. Um, and in the passing game. And in the, Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking passing game. I was thinking about Jarek McKinnon last night when Brees Hall made some big plays as a receiver. Um and, you know, I, I think that Jarek McKinnon always has that potential. Again, he's just a guy to have to give yourself some depth. Maybe that fill out that last roster spot. But uh, he's going to play against Vegas in Week 16. Um, so I, I do want to hijack your segment real quick. We, we talked about how bad the commanders are. In Week 16, they play the Jets. Yeah. Did you see the news yesterday about when Rodgers has, has his goal to come back? Is it Week 16? Mid-December. Is his goal to come back and play. Man. Could you imagine? I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Aaron Rodgers at 80% is a top 10 quarterback. Especially the, against with, commanders. With the weapons he has against the commanders, he's a top 10 quarterback. He said his goal. Now, this is just a goal. Right. His goal is to come back mid-December against man. the Commanders. Man, that's Could you imagine? interesting. That's interesting. Wow. Sorry, okay. I had to get that in. You're good, man. You're good. Fact, fun, 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 fun fact, fun fact, fun, fun facts. fact, fun facts, fun facts. My fun fact for this week is that the first concert I ever went to was Zach Brown Band, and it wasn't until the age of 22. I had never been to a concert until I was 22 years old, and everybody I tell that to is like, are you serious? But I love going to concerts now, but I just never did it until I was um, in college. That's funny. I, I went to a concert when I was I was out of college. I was teaching, and I was a youth pastor, and I took our youth group to, I think it was Cedar Point, and it was raining all day. It was rough. And then that night, there was a concert with, like, Skillet and for King and for Country um, and a couple other Christian bands, and the day was so exhausting. And then at the concert, some of our kids like left to go back to the park. I had to like run them down. Like I didn't even get to enjoy the concert. And that was like my first concert experience. And uh, I couldn't even tell you any other concerts that I've been to. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not a really a concert guy. I'm more of a sports event guy, but uh, definitely a rough first one there. Um, my fun fact is that we at my house, we are Christmas movie junkies. We have already begun. Watching no, a Christmas movie. Don't, no, don't. Hey, listen. No. I pay my mortgage, man. I pay my mortgage. I choose when we turn the Christmas movies on. <laughs> and we turned them on. Roman the other day was please, like, please don't can, we, can we watch Jack Frost? That was the first one we watched. Jack Frost, like, it's a tearjerker, man. It's not one of my favorites. But Roman was ready to start the Christmas movies. I said, let it happen. Let it happen. We're, we're in Christmas mode. We haven't decorated yet. Calm down. My wife, All right? my wife, Kristen, she always listens. I don't know for how long. But if she hears that, I am in I'm in hot water. Why is she gonna want you to start decorating for Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Because I was gonna say I know her and Kayla like to listen to no, Pentatonix like in July. If if she had it her way, we would get the Halloween candy out and the Christmas decor out of the garage. Yeah. Like my Saturday to do list included bringing the Christmas decorations up, which I did not have time for. But 
Thanksgiving. Uh, don't don't forget about Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving, but I like to get holly jolly before Thanksgiving. All right. Don't hate. Don't be hating. Day after, baby. Day after. <laughs> Well, guys, I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you guys kill it in week 15, or I'm sorry, in fantasy football in week 11 this week, unless you're playing us. I hope we rock your world. But uh, other than that, I hope you guys do well. Enjoy your week, guys. God bless. This podcast is a So Will I Studios production. So Will I.